Hey, it's Matthew J. Thanks for checking out the show. Do you like spooky, wicked conspiracy history and stories? Do you like hearing short stories that just make you question, is that true? Then sit down and turn up the volume. All information used in this podcast is protected by fair use. Episode 41, The Beast of Bladenboro, North Carolina. Let me introduce myself. My name is Matthew J. I am your host and storyteller. I love talking to people and listening about their stories about anything they find interesting. I enjoy telling these stories and doing the research to get deeper into these accounts. So this podcast is about history, kooky tales, cryptozoology, ghost stories, and all the conspiracy theories that keep me asking... Is that true? We need to get ready for this story by making sure we have things that vampires hate to protect us. Maybe we grab some holy water, garlic, a crucifix, a wooden stake, and a battery-operated sun lamp. This story of the vampire beast in North Carolina is one that is out of this world. Let us start there and pull information from the Google machine and learn a little history. The definition of a vampire in European folklore is a corpse that leaves its grave at night to drink the blood of the living by biting their necks with long pointed canine teeth. The definition of a beast, an animal, especially a large or dangerous four-footed one, an animal as opposed to a human. The town of Bladenboro is located in Bladen County, North Carolina. Per the 2019 records, the town population was 1,659 people. The median income for a household in the town of Bladenboro was $19,300. 30% of the population was below the poverty line. The definition of a cougar, a large, powerful, light brown cat, formerly widespread in the Americas but now reduced in the number or extinct in many areas. Cougars are also called a catamount, a mountain lion, a panther, or a puma. That is some great information to help us get ready for this very bizarre and wicked story. It was the end of the year of 1953, the same year that the U.S. Air Force pilot Chuck Yeager sets the speed record in an X-Wen rocket plane, and Sir Edmund Hillary in his expedition is the first group to reach the summit of Mount Everest. Those were great events, but not the most exciting event. In the winter of 1953-1954, a creature scared and paralyzed an entire town in eastern North Carolina. The town of Bladenboro was being attacked by a creature responsible for a string of deaths. The creature is known as the Bladenboro Beast. In the winter of 1953 and 1954, in eastern North Carolina, it was very cold. During these cold days in the town of Bladenboro, stories started to circulate about a beast killing dogs near the swamp located on the outskirt of town. 
The story broke really big on January of 1954 when a Lumberton, North Carolina newspaper published an article titled, quote, Vampire Strikes That Woman, Police Chief Warns Parents, end quote. Holy cow, that would get my attention. The article started with a very dramatic first line, quote, Worried parents are keeping a close eye on their children today as a strange vampire beast continued to roam the countryside, end quote. The paper begins to describe eyewitness reports that the beast looked like, quote, a black leopard. Some stated it, it looked like a sleek-looking black bear, end quote. The confusion became even more confusing when the tracks of the creature were found were said to be more dog-like. Some stated it looked like a Carolina cougar. What kind of abomination are these people seeing? The victims at first were local dogs that were either playing outside or chained up in the yard at the family home. Many of the victims stated the dog's dead bodies were drained of their blood. No blood was found like it was sucked from the victims. Every last drop. The early drawings of the creature show it looks like a large cat with huge fangs, bobcat ears, and a long tail. A dog owner by the name of John Valsey stated his three dogs, quote, put up a good fight. There was blood all over the porch, and there was a pool of saliva near one of the killed dogs, end quote. One of the killed dogs was wrapped up in a blanket so the family could try to bury it the next morning. But the beast came back and dragged the dog body into the swamp. Later that same evening, the last of the three dogs was attacked, and it was dragged into the woods. The next morning, the dog's bodies were found. One was missing its head, and the other had its lower and upper jaws ripped off. Both dogs' bodies were completely drained of blood. Yikes! Soon after these attacks, the beast begins to look for more than just dogs. So what happens next in Bladeboro, North Carolina? Well, the town begins to have more stories and evidence that the beast is now attacking full-grown pigs. Pigs were found to be drained of their blood, skulls crushed, and the limbs of the pigs had been torn off in a violent and bloody fashion. The entire town of Bladenboro was on edge. It even became more scared when the beast tried to attack a Mrs. C.E. Kinlaw. Mrs. Kinlaw stated to the local press that her family dogs were going crazy in the backyard. Mrs. Kinlaw went outside sometime in the afternoon hours and saw what described as a creature from the Bible that would show, quote, the end of times was coming, end quote. It was ugly. It looked like a mix between a dog and a cat with dark fur, and it was huge. She calls for her husband, and Mr. Kinlaw scares the beast. But the beast was upset and, quote, circled back around the house and came running towards her. It pounces towards Mrs. Kinlaw while she's standing on the porch. Mrs. Kinlaw screams, runs back into the house, slamming the door and locking it. She peers through some small windows near the door and sees that the beast has stopped and was standing on all fours. It gives her an evil look through the windows and runs off the porch back into the swamp. This encounter has the entire town really nervous. Children were kept away from school. People and house pets were asked to be in place in safe place before dusk. The entire town of Bladenboro was shut down before sunset. Good grief! This sounds like a Stephen King story. Guess what? It's not. All right, let's move a little forward to January 5th, 1954. More than 500 people from out of town show up, all armed with rifles and pistols, begin to roam and hunt the swamps outside the town of Bladenboro. The local police were already trying to get answers, but they did not want 500 yahoos with guns running around town at night looking for the beast. 
a group of big game hunters from Wilmington, North Carolina, come into town. And during their hunt, they found what they reported as, quote, big bear tracks with claws over two inches long, end quote. When this news comes out, the police send out the trained police dogs onto the large tracks. Well, the dogs begin to follow the tracks, but after a few minutes, the police dogs stop following and refuse to enter further into the swamps. Would you blame them? The next day, over 800 people show up armed with high-powered rifles and shotguns looking for the beast. They wanted to take down the beast of Bladenboro, not only for the town, but also for the fame and fortune of killing this terrifying beast. The mayor and the police chief decided that things were getting too dangerous in Bladenboro, and they called off the hunt for the beast. Then, on January 13th, a photo was released of a large bobcat that had been trapped and killed by a local farmer. The mayor and the police chief took custody of the bobcat's dead potty and hung it up on a flagpole in the center of town. They posted a sign underneath the flagpole that stated, This is the Beast of Bladenboro! A week after this event, things settled down and the town was back to normal. Or was it? What do you think? Do you think that the town of Bladenboro, North Carolina is home to a beast that likes to drink blood from its victims? Do you think it might be a large cougar or a bear passing through and hitting easy targets? Still, to this day, people have posted reports of the Bladenboro beast attacking dogs, and one report even talks about the beast attacking a parked car. The show Monster Quest Season 2, Episode 2 talks about attacks in 2008. Near the end of the show, they flash images from a trail camera that shows what looks to be a small mountain lion or cougar. Is that the beast? I thought Eastern North Carolina cougars were extinct. I've never heard of cougars or catamounts attacking cars. I have no idea what's going on in the town of Bladenboro, but I do know that every year the town of Bladenboro celebrates the beast. They have a huge festival. This year, the Beast of Bladenboro Festival will be held on October 28, 2022, starting at 10 a.m. and it ends on October 29, 2022 at 10 p.m. Check it out if you dare. Please let them know that Matthew J. with the Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Story podcast told you about it and The Beast. Do you like this podcast? Then we need to thank Anchor for helping to get this podcast distributed. Please share the show with your family, friends, coworkers, aliens from another planet, or any creature you know that listens to podcasts. Please email suggested stories or some of your stories that I can read on the podcast. Please email me at s.w.chistorypodcast at gmail.com. The show is on the Nextdoor app. Please follow the Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Group. Join the group and get the show in direct line to me to talk about the podcast. The Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Podcast is now also on iHeartRadio. Please give the show a five-star review on Apple. We are worldwide. We have listeners in 21 countries. Germany, United Kingdom, the Philippines, Puerto Rico, Ireland, Canada, Australia, Sweden, South Africa, Portugal, Costa Rica, New Zealand, Norway, India, Russia, Denmark, Czech Republic, the Netherlands, Spain, Hungary, and now Romania. Please share the show with your countrymen. Thank you, and please keep listening for the next show. Good day and good night.